How many times have you heard as an entrepreneur or as a person with all of these big goals that you've got to build your team and they ask you, who's your team? And you feel like you're not as important because you're, you don't have the team that everybody talks about. Or maybe you have a team, but you don't feel like your team is effective. Well, let me tell you, friend, you're probably building your team all wrong. Speaking from experience, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. But let's talk about getting it right. <laughs> I am Ty Wonder, your host of Tea Talk with Ty. Grab some tea or some water, whatever you want to sip on, and let's chat. Are you a gold digger? Not gold, goal, G-O-A-L. You know, someone that has big goals, aspirations, dreams, and things they're trying to accomplish? I thought so. Keep listening. Welcome to Tea Talk with Ty. I am your host, Ty Wonder, empowerment guru, holistic health trainer, and entrepreneur. And my goal is to help teach you how you can make the ebbs and flows of life work for you and not against you. So you can make all of those goals a reality. Grab some tea, some water, whatever you want to sip on, and let's have some real tea talk. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Tea Talk with Ty. I am your host, Miss Ty Wonder. I hope this episode finds you with a great big smile on your face, a, a heart full of joy and hope and promise. And if it doesn't, it's okay. I want you to take a deep breath with me. You ready? Let's do it together. Release it. Now shake that ish off. Shake it off. Shake it off. All right. That feel a little bit better? I do. All right. So let's get into it. We were talking about having a team. And you hear so many times people say, oh, you got to have a team. 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 And I agree with them. You absolutely have to have a team. But do you know how to build a team the right way? Ooh, okay. So I'm going to step on some toes with this one, but you know me. I don't step on anyone's toes harder than I step on my own. <laughs> so you know there's going to be a teachable moment in there. So let's talk about building teams. 2022, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know, in 2022, it was a lot of growth happening for me personally and professionally. And I thought I had a solid team because my solid team consisted of loved ones. And then all of that fell off. And then I was like, oh, crap, what do I do now? Because my team gone. Like, I don't, I, I don't have a team now. So what do I do? And so then I started relying on on new friends, right? And it kind of worked. It helped some, but in the grand scheme of things, when I look at everything broadly, there was a lot of times where I had asked um, a friend or two to do X, Y, Z, and it fell through to the wayside. So it didn't feel like a, a true team, but in my mind at this time, I was like, this is, this is, this is my team. It's this person and this person and this person. And they kept letting me down. And I was like, well, what am I doing wrong? I don't get it, but let's just go into hermit mode for a second and figure it out. So, uh, I'm not saying it's right and I'm not saying it's wrong. But again, you know, I am very real on the show and I I give my life just as I live it. 
but I literally took a moment, stepped back from kind of everybody except for my kid and reevaluated what I was looking for in these teammates, you know, and I realized that it was always people that I loved that I expected to be on my team. And I think as entrepreneurs, you you expect that, right? You expect your partner to be on your team and your biggest cheerleader. You expect your best friend to help you down to, you know, setting up boots with you or whatever it is that you have to do and being your biggest cheerleader. Like you expect that, right? That happens. But the reality is that sometimes people can only play one role in your life at a time. And it may be too much for them to be that person to you, that sister, that friend, that brother, that husband, that boyfriend, that wife, that girlfriend, that might be all the capacity that they have. And you know what? That's okay. But it made me realize that that was my level of expectation. And I was setting myself up for failure because I was building my team all wrong. Now let's talk about why I realized it was finally wrong. I went into hermit mode. I did some reevaluation and I remembered a conversation that my brother and I had um, earlier this year. Actually, it was late last year. Um, my my brother Booker, who's a co-host with me for Let Me Holla at You, um, we we have a lot of really in depth conversations, which is why we started the podcast. We felt like we had these amazing conversations that nobody has, and they're so special because they're they're platonic platonic. Um, conversations between a man and a woman that have very different um, walks of life, very different viewpoints, but understand how they tie in together, right? And um, (laughs) I was binge watching Insecure so that I can watch the finale. And I just kind of want to watch all of it in, in one spot because I'm a huge Issa Rae fan, right? Once I discovered who she was, oh my God. Huge fan, right? So, um, and I, I saw myself in Insecure and Issa Rae, you know, being the, you know, the quirky black girl kind of moved to the beat of her own drum and um, <laughs> kind of like low-key talking to herself and, and rapping random stuff. If you've been around me long enough personally, you know, I am a goofball. So I could... <laughs> Insecure was a a way that I really saw myself. So seeing the season finale or the series finale, it made me very emotional and I couldn't figure out why. So I'm having this conversation with Booker and I'm like, yo, like it's, it's over. And I don't understand why it's making me so emotional. Like, you know, but I'm so proud of her. Like I'm, I'm proud of Issa Rae. Like I know her, (laughs) you know, and I'd be, cheering on when she, you know, when she's signing deals and making moves and, you know, I was just so awestruck and I couldn't really articulate everything. And, and he said, yo, sis, you and Issa, you put everything together. And I was like, no, not me, you know? And he was just like, you know, it's, 
you're an Issa. That's why it's hitting you. It's resonating with you because this is where you're supposed to be. You know, get to it. Now, I kind of pushed them off a little bit, but I was going through a lot at the time. But that conversation stuck with me. Uh, <laughs> fast forward to a few weeks ago, I was watching the Wu-Tang series because I just, I forgot that it was a series, a show. And um, I was at my brother's house. I couldn't figure out how to work his dad on TV and Hulu was the only thing I could get working and Wu-Tang popped up. And I was like, I'm gonna watch it. Right. But I'm one of those people that like, I know that all of the, this is all of the show. So I want to watch it all at one time. <laughs> so I binge watched this show within like two weeks. Um, watching the whole, I think it's three seasons, right? Now, Booker is a huge Wu-Tang fan, right? So <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling the story on air. So um, I'm watching the show and I'm sitting outside because I, sometimes I just sit outside with my iPad and watch stuff. And I was like, watching the reactions of everybody with um, toward the end of the series and how, you know, everything it went for, for Wu-Tang. And I honestly have always been obsessed with the RZA. Now this says a lot about my profession <laughs> that there's certain people, certain entertainers for very specific reasons I've been obsessed with. Issa Rae is one because I love her creative mind and she understands the creative and the business side and she's phenomenal at it. I love her. Now, the RZA I've been obsessed with since Kill Bill. Okay. Huge music nerd. If you know who Terrence Blanchard is, you my people because you already know where this is about to go, but if you don't, just follow me. So... <laughs> I watched Kill Bill for the first time as a young Marine. I was 20 years old and I went on this date that I really didn't want to go on. But I was like, I, you know, I'm bored. I want to get out the house and, you know, trying to learn how to date. And so I go to this date. He picked the movie. That's why I want to go on this date. He falls asleep. And I'm like, he fell asleep. At the, how are you falling asleep in the movies on a date? Like, that's so rude. But. I was intrigued, you know, wasn't into martial arts movies or anything, but I was intrigued. So I finished watching it. Now, what struck me, especially at this time, I was a professional musician, was how perfect the music went with the movie. Right. And I already knew that Quentin Tarantino was a genius. And I'm like, whoever did this music, he's a genius. And then, you know, this is before the internet was really a huge thing. So it was like, it was the RZA. And I was like, oh, the RZA, Wu-Tang. Okay. All right. And after that, though, I got obsessed <laughs> with his level of genius because, you know, he had to put all of the music together and all the things in the right spot. And it was just, it was a chef's kiss, you know, as the young ones say. So one of the things that I paid attention to watching the show, like, I mean, let's be honest, I'm a black woman. I love Method Man. So there's that. But <laughs> I was really looking to see what the RZA did and what his, um, how he made his moves with certain things. 
I was looking at the the way that he created the whole entire show and how he put the group together so seamlessly and put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And they kept saying, you know, yo, Riz, you the abbot, you the abbot, you the abbot. And it dawned on me that my dear friend Booker was telling me that I was the abbot. And it was like, oh, crap. Okay. All right. I'm the one that puts the pieces of the puzzle together. Got it. Okay. So at this time, I now realize that I've been putting my team together all wrong because I think about how many people I've had on my team prior to that and no one had guided me the direction that I needed to get to that point to say, oh shoot, I'm doing this all wrong. So with that being said, I want to give you a few tips of how you know to build your team the right way. The first thing you want to think about with building your team is check their intentions. Because when you are a gold digger and you have big dreams, there are going to be people that want to be around you, but their intentions may or may not be pure. It could be that they just want to be there because they're riding the wave. And whatever you got going on makes them look good. Those are not the right people on your team. Um, You could have people that their intentions in trying to be on your team is for other other reasons that I won't really discuss on the show. But if you are an adult, you understand exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Those are not the right people on your team because their intentions are wrong. You need people with intentions that are very similar to yours. They understand what your vision is. They understand your mission. They understand how important those things are to you. Because anyone that understands what's important to you, they're going to operate your baby as such. If I told my parents, don't give my kid McDonald's, and they don't understand why that's important to me, they're going to give my kid McDonald's, right? It's the same thing. So check your intentions with who's trying to be on your team, okay? Look, with that being said, also look around and see who they're around. Because there's a saying, and it's a good saying for a reason, that birds of a feather flock together. If they're around a lot of people that you necessarily don't jive with, that's a red flag that they're not going to be on the same wavelength as you when you need them to be there for you as a teammate. So check their intentions, check to see who they're around. And you also have to make sure that you have strong boundaries. Oh my God, I've learned this lesson so hard this year is that when you have big dreams and big goals and a big heart to boot, you have to have very strong boundaries And no is a full sentence and it does not require an explanation. You cannot be a gold digger without boundaries. It's a hard one for a lot of us, especially some of us with bleeding hearts. But until you learn that, you're going to be miserable every day of your life. Ask me how I know. (laughs) Lessons still learning in process, but we're getting there. My last one. My last one, and it's a very important one, 
probably the most important one about building your team the right way. You cannot build a team mate with potential. If you are single or still dating, you hear people say, don't fall in love with potential, right? You have to date someone, love someone right where they are. If everything, if nothing changed about them in three years from now, would you be okay with that? Basically is what that's saying, right? So not just on the potential of what a person could do, but you move the relationship alone based on what the facts of the reality is and not the potential, right? So you get these teammates and you think, oh, you know, they're talented or they could do this or they're really good at that. So that could potentially, no, that's already the wrong direction. Don't bring someone on your team just because they have potential. Either they have it or they don't. Either they have the passion or they don't. Either they have the vision or they don't. Not they potentially have your vision. No. You're going to waste time and energy and you're going to be upset. Ask me how I know. (laughs) So we don't do potential anymore. Potential is, no. We only think about potential. I don't know. I don't even know what we could potentially think about, but we don't use that word anymore, especially when it comes to building a team. So I hope this episode resonated with you. I hope it helps you think about who's around you and who's around you the most, especially as your goal digging. So protect those boundaries. Don't fall in love with potential and make sure you use your voice. That's important. Well, I hope this episode resonated so hard and you have an amazing rest of your day. And until next time, be well and be blessed.